Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Sunday, August 22nd, 2021. Greetings, all you angry allies of American arrogance. Welcome to another rant. Episode 55. 55. Double new. We made it. Yet another artificial milestone. There we go. Yeah. At least the ones we set for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Our next goal, make it to 56. Let's see if we can do it. <laughs> Holding on by a thread. <laughs> yes. Well, off the top, I need to make a correction. I went back and typed it in the show notes for last week's episode entitled Afghanistan. I was listening back to it, and old Jimbo... That would be me. Made a uh, a flub. An er. Yeah, man, I messed up. It was, and it wasn't the scotch. It was just straight up me. Like, we I need 100% accuracy on the show, Jim. We strive to tell no lies. But no, I, I just made the, the mistake of saying the Taliban when I meant to say Al-Qaeda in one part. And I know that uh, there are sticklers for, you know, the truth from time to time. I Facts. Try to be a, yeah. And so I know that there's a lot of people getting Al-Qaeda and Taliban confused, mixed up, or just straight up calling one the other. And so just wanted to make that correction. I'm aware that I said it. <laughs> I know it wasn't accurate. And that's all. But I do want to thank David off the top for coming in and being part of that episode. It was a fun one. And Scotch mm-hmm. could have been involved. Oh, it, uh, an entire <laughs> bottle. The entire bottle could have been involved. Was yes. that the the bottle that I procured for you? Yeah, the gold label. Uh, what was it? Johnny Walker gold label something. I don't know. Yeah, it's gold. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I cracked it open right at, as we hit record, and there's maybe maybe an inch left in the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> we we hit it pretty good. How was it? I mean, it's scotch tastes like scotch uh, okay it tasted like absolute ass in the beginning and then i got you drunk you didn't my well i know i mean i think it's i think it's uh blue that's like the you know high ends real real high ends mm-hmm. and dude that shit goes down smooth as all get out i've so. never tasted a scotch that goes down smooth it always tastes just horrible in the beginning and the only thing that makes it drinkable is drinking until you don't realize what you're drinking <laughs> Which is the case for most alcohol. Yeah, yeah. all alcohol. That's me. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it all ass. tastes like shit. <laughs> I'd like to actually apologize, fellas. I, I was uh, deep in slumber whenever I'm not. I was playing. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I mean, okay, so whenever I have a day off and nothing is planned for that, then that's usually my Delta 8 day. Not COVID Delta, just Delta 8. And so. It's very. Yes. Is variant vacation. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I I, um, I had a couple edibles and I was down for the count. But, I mean, I will say I, I'm actually glad that I was not on the episode. Did you wake up with a tranny? <laughs> not this time. <laughs> okay. no. Damn. Damn it. All right. Got to get content for the show. Um, go out and get them trannies. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... I and I'd like to also report, you know, this is week number three of not falling on my ass, knock on, well, 
there's no wood over here. So it's it's not it's not time yet. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, yeah, not yet, not yet. Okay. Well, we were we were curious. No, but the the reason why I'm glad I was not on the episode is not. I mean, the episode was fucking awesome, but I would have just been repeating basically the same thing that all of y'all was were saying the entire episode. Rock Taliban bad. Taliban bad. Rock. <laughs> Show me your boner. Show me your boner. <laughs> Oh no, that what? dude! That boner story was that was fucking awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> want to get high? Want to get high? <laughs> but no, I mean none of this is uh, shocking. I mean we go into countries gracefully as all hell, but once we decide to pull out, yeah, it's Ameri- all out fucking madness. America's pullout game is weak. Oh yeah. We spray it everywhere, just, you know, not just on the chest. We do. We do. And, well, since last week's episode, I haven't really caught up or paid too much attention to the news. I just really can't bring myself to do it. But the small snippets that I have heard, uh, Biden be getting roasted, dog, Mm -hmm. by, like, everybody. And I think I might have mentioned this on last week's episode where it's like, yeah, as soon as you start to try to end a war, they don't like that. They're going to be all up in their feels about it and being all like, this is unpresidential. Yeah. And it's it's full blast right now. And Um, don't get on Joe. He's too busy trying to get us over to Somalia instead of Afghanistan. Joe's just trying to get his shit out of his diaper. (laughs) Like I, in all honesty, this isn't Joe's decision. Um, I'm in the middle of watching a five-hour 9-11 documentary because that's the kind of fella I am because I'm getting ready for our September 11th episode, 20th anniversary. anniversary. And so I'm already starting all this because there's about 98 different points of information and who was where and who wrote what and said what and financed this and all the crazy. It's It's a big project. So... I'm not even really paying attention to the news, but one thing that was evident even back then was that like there's there's members of the government. We've said this numerous times. There's members of intelligence that have their own agenda that will create their own reports that then they flutter the entire government with and everybody then starts to cite that so that then they could push for the agenda of a few people even within our own government. And I think that the Afghanistan pullout thing is meant to go as poorly as it's appearing that it is because ending wars should always be harder than starting wars in their eyes. Well, there's history. I mean, all you got to do is look at history. Anybody that's ever gone up against Afghanistan, it it comes out very badly. Same way with Vietnam. You know, I mean, it's that anytime the U.S. goes into somewhere... And doesn't have a clear mission. Yeah. Which n- there was no clear mission on either one of those wars. No, neither, n- neither one of them. I mean, the, the mission is like Dave's talking about last week. The original mission was go in and get bin Laden. You know, they had him cornered in the mountains. It should have ended there. Yeah. That's where it should have all ended. But it didn't because, you know, that the Taliban was already there. They were already poised to take over the country and the when the u.s went in there to get bin laden the u.s kind of just fucked that up for the taliban and and then as soon as as soon as the u.s tries to 
calm everything down, the Tal- Taliban takes over the country. And then the Afghanistan people are like, hey, America, help us, you know, and it's just a shit show over and over and over again. Well, I mean, they do it by design. I mean, they, of course they, they, they leave it messy in order for us to have a reason to go to, back. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, of our own accord. And I mean, just, you know, what you were saying, Jim, I mean, all the way back to, uh, you know, September 11th and just before that, I mean, these were all things that the government was planning. And um, for anybody who's listened to the Joe Rogan um, experience, um, he's played it a lot of times. I know (laughs) Doug's, you know, fuck Spotify, but. um, Never heard of that guy. (laughs) And nobody. Take it from me. The guy is a bona fide loser. (laughs) He'll never make a name for himself. He's almost as bad as Rosie O'Donnell, but just slightly less fat, slightly. (laughs) Well, you know, there is a clip he loves to play anytime that he has anybody on that, you know, has any background in politics. I, I think the last time he played it was Jimmy Dore. And um, Wesley Clark um, was, uh, he gave a speech that's very illuminating. So I'm going to play some of that real quick. Now, who's Wesley Clark? General Wesley Clark. Yes. Put some respect on his name. Sorry. Yeah. I, I would be. Horrible. And then we'll tear him down afterwards sure. but in the beginning. I'd be horrible in the military. So for, sir, yes, for multiple sir. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trannies and, and, you know, now I'm gay. Oh, apparently. I mean, don't ask, don't tell, but apparently that got, uh, that got booted. So sure. Tell us all about it. <laughs> about 10 days after 9-11, I went through the Pentagon and I saw Secretary Rumsfeld and, and Deputy Secretary Wolfowitz, I went downstairs just to say hello to some of the people on the joint staff who had used, used to work for me. And one of the generals called me and he said, sir, you got to come in. You got to come in and talk to me a second. I said, well, you're too busy. He said, no, no. He says, we've made the decision. We're going to war with Iraq. This was on or about the 20th of September. I said, we're going to war with Iraq. Why? He said, I don't know. <laughs> He said, I guess they don't know what else to do. So uh, I said, well, did they find some information collect- connecting Saddam to al-Qaeda? He said, no, no. He says, there's nothing new that way. They just made the decision to go to war with Iraq. He said, I guess it's like we don't know what to do about terrorists, but we've got a good military and we can take down governments. And uh, he said, I guess if, if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem has to look like a nail. So I came back to see him a few weeks later, and by that time we were bombing in Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. He said, he reached over on his desk, he picked up a piece of paper, and he said, I just, he said, I just got this down from upstairs, meaning the Secretary of Defense office today, and he said, this is a memo that describes how we're going to take out seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran. The truth is about the Middle East is, had there been no oil there, it would be like Africa. Nobody is threatening to intervene in Africa. The problem is the opposite. We keep asking for people to intervene and stop it. And there's, uh, there's no question that the presence of petroleum throughout the region has sparked great power involvement. Whether that was the specific motivation for the coup or not, I can't tell you, but... But there was definitely, there's always been this attitude that somehow we could 
intervene and use force in the region. Ah, quite interesting. And, I, you know, one thing that I, I he's 100% on is that whole, you know, when all you got is a hammer, you treat every problem like it's a nail. Oh, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. I mean, the only thing I would uh, probably not agree with 100% was his oil comment. Um, no, we, I mean, we're too busy getting um, the uh, poppy fields in that in that, that locale. Well, we didn't get the oil. No, we didn't get the I oil. I mean, that's, and, that's and, the, hey, you know, if you go to at least get the fucking oil, you know, if you, I mean, what, what the fuck? That's what Trump said quite blatantly. And everybody was like, I can't believe he's saying that. <laughs> and it's like, well... If if you're gonna make the claim that all of our meddling in the Middle East is only over oil, then that's the only rational outcome. Well, yeah. then get the fucking oil. Get the oil. Yeah. But the reason why it's not about oil is because how much fucking oil is in Afghanistan? Not a whole hell of a lot. Uh, and also, America got completely oil independent over the time that we were bombing the fuck out of the Middle East. So again, tell me why is it, how is that about oil? It's not. Afghanistan it's, yeah. is all about location. Most all of it is about weakening our, the enemies of our allies in the region so that our allies can then take over the region. There's a, and I'll get more into this when we get onto our 9-11 episode, but a lot of it, and you're not allowed to ever say this, revolves around Israel and their interests and them using America's big dick military as their personal whooping stick to take out their the stronghold opposition to their interest in the region um and i'll get more in depth like uh, like i said in a couple episodes but it has fuck all to do with oil if oil's there and we can make people think it's about oil then that's even better for them because then they don't get questioned on the real reasons why we're trying to fuck up the entire middle east so but i will the important part out of all of that uh that general clark said was that they already had this planned out this, yeah. this toppling of seven nations in five years because, and that doesn't happen in a month after 9-11. That shit happens years before 9-11. There's papers written up, you know, in the, going back to the 90s about the exact military operations and plan in which you can take out Iraq, which then would splinter Western Iraq would go into Syria and Northern Iraq would go into Turkey and Southern Iraq would just be a fucking shit show. Iran might take a little bit of it. So then how do we counter that? They people like uh, Paul Wolfowitz, who is a defense secretary, had this. He wrote papers. I think uh, PNAC, P-N-A-C, Partnership for a New American Century is what it's called, the group. And they that's the neocon think tank that wrote over 52 papers about how and why. We need to disrupt the entire Middle East uh, so that we could then take over everything because it would weaken Israel's enemies in the area. And a strong alliance between Israel and America is the only thing that can save the world from barbaric tribal nations and all this other shit. And it goes on and on and on and on. But this was all a plan that they had tried to get done for years, but there was no public will for it until wouldn't you know it 911 mm-hmm. well they were they were publicly saying that they wanted to split Iraq up into three different mm-hmm. nations you know i mean they were they said that i remember that before 911 yeah and you know it's it's but, that's not our 
hey, DC, that's not our job. Mm-mm. That's not what that's not not what you're there to do, man. Not at all. But a lot of people forget anything pre 9/11 when it comes to the war on terror. Most people, and it's understandable. Everyone thinks that the war on terror started in 2001, and it's just false. Well, no. it's just because of the, you know, the sensationalism yeah, of that day. Exactly. That was it. Was it's burned into everybody's fucking mind. Yeah. That was alive on that day. And what's so crazy is there's you know there's so many people now that, that were born after it. Yeah. That know nothing about it. Yeah. And I'm, and they're and they're they've been raised in a society yep. that is based on that. And they know no other way. No. Yeah. I heard I heard uh, some reporting about one of the individuals that fell off of the C-17 in, in Kabul, uh, who I think was only 18 years old. And somebody remarked, they have only grown up in an Afghanistan that had an American military force there. Right. They don't even know what life was like before this. And mm-hmm. obviously, as these kind of things prolong and you start getting into your second decade, you're going to end up having a majority of people that that's all they know. And so then therefore that's all that they want to have, right. you know, and maintain. Yeah. So as long as you can keep kicking the can down the road, all you need is that the, you got to have a traumatic experience that gets the will of the people on your side. If your objective is to go take over other nations and then just exist there long enough so that once people don't know any different and they think that's normal, then they can ramp it up even further. It's right. the same. It's the know. long game. That's exactly. what it is. It's the long it's game. It's a low time preference type of plan where it can take as long as it needs to. Well, I definitely think they're going to meet their trauma quota this year. No doubt. But that's that's kind of how all this goes. And it kind of goes back to that Yuri Bezmanov or Beznimov or Bez. He's Russian. I don't know how to pronounce his fucking name, but his video that all of a sudden surprisingly became popularized over the past couple of years. It's an interview that he had on like public access TV back in the eighties where he defected to America and was basically like, look, this is what we've been up to. Our plans have already been, uh, in play for decades. And the only thing I'm here to say is I'm surprised at how easily the Americans took to it. And, and his whole spiel was you don't make it overt. You subvert the culture. You come in through the soft door of goodwill of humans, and then you get them to start fighting on your behalf without even realizing it. And then once the campaign is complete, you'll know it's complete when people, you can put the facts, you can tell them that everything that they've lived under has been an intentional desire to get them to think a certain way, and they will Mm -hmm. reject it. And China is doing the exact same thing right now. Yeah, and it's what we oh, we're doing following. the exact same thing right no, now. No, I'm just saying China <laughs> is following the Russian playbook. Yeah, that's what they're doing. It's it's the entire mindset of the in, international espionage. It's what everybody, every nation anyway, every superpower or country that wants to become a superpower. It's the rules in which they've all worked upon. But before it was always going after political uh, individuals. But after World War II and the Cold War and all that shit, the, the desire to have hot war to get your uh, methods across to people were no longer popular. They're too costly. They, like, There's no sense in destroying an entire nation to, to take over them because then it's, it's too much work to build it back up. So the easiest way to do it is covert um, 
operations where you change the culture from within because the will of the people is important. Once you can get the will of the people to start acting on behalf of your interest and your being a foreign interest, game over. Mm-hmm. Game over. Especially if you are supposed to be in some kind of a democratic state, you just get enough people riled up to think to think that their idea is actually theirs. You implant that idea into their head and then mission accomplished. And I mean, they've been utilizing Hollywood for all that. They've been utilizing the mainstream news for all that. Basically just dropping little hints here and there and slowly but surely they program into the American psyche. Yeah. They use every tool that makes up uh, your society to all move in that direction. Mm. And, and exactly what you just said. And the easiest one is media. That's yeah. that's the easiest thing. Media and academia. Um, They're not using me. No. <laughs> I'll never write a song about the, you know, unity <laughs> <Politics>. of fucking <laughs> another country taking us over. Well, in a way. Fuck you. And I know it's fun and funny and, and easy to shit all over W when he landed on the aircraft carrier out in San Diego. With the mission accomplished banner. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> but he's not wrong. In a way, th- his mission was accomplished. Exactly. Militarily, it wasn't. Right. But to get across, I mean, if you think about it, he they got what they wanted. Oh, yeah. So mission fucking accomplished. The funny thing is I didn't know for years, and this, this only goes to show how ignorant and just mindless I was back then. I had no idea. I thought he was in the Middle East when he gave that speech. I had no, no he idea. He was off of California. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I the had no idea. He, he, had, he had fucking California within sight of him. Oh, yeah. No, he... Because back then, I'll be honest, I was a rube just like anybody else to where I got my news based on what was in between a commercial set, uh, you know, commercial breaks on my local news and it'd be like oh george w bush gave a blah 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 blah. and i saw the picture and i was like oh cool i guess that's i guess he's in the middle east addressing the troops it honestly wasn't until years and years later when a now good friend of mine told me about the time when george w landed on his aircraft carrier and i was like no shit i was like you were in the middle east he was like oh no no we were off san diego yeah like like we all went into port that night and got hammered. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and I was like, no shit. Fuck, man. And then that's when it hit me how gullible, uh, you know, it's it, everything's a movie set. They can just make it look like, hey, yeah, check this shit out, guy. Coo, coo, coo. Mission accomplished. All right, I'm out of here. Not, we're not getting into moon landing, uh, you know, conspiracies, are we? Not yet, because <laughs> in all honesty, uh, if the people that believe it's real, I think it's totally fine for them to believe it's real. The people that believe it's fake, I think it's totally fine for them to believe it's fake. It affects my life zero. Oh, yeah. Because can I understand why they would fake it? Absolutely. Because it's all public perception. We got to show the Russians that we have that we are superior to them uh, in the space race. Can you get a telescope and look at the moon and see the stuff that's up there? I've heard you can. Mm -hmm. I haven't done it. And I'm not even that interested. Like, I don't need verification that we did or did not land on the moon because to me it just does not matter i wasn't alive when that was a big topic of conversation and but the people that are pro fake moon landing are fucking insufferable 
Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like, I don't want to even be on your side because you're just cunts about it. Dude, when, when I was in, in college, you know, I was taking a, an astronomy course in my uh, freshman year and the professor uh, worked for NASA. Yeah. And this is right when they released that whole Fox documentary right. about how it was all fake. And um, so this kid goes, you know, he raises his hand and he's like, uh, yeah, I just, I was wondering what you thought about the documentary the other night about the moon landing. And the teacher literally looks at him and he goes, well, why don't I ask you what you think? And he goes, what if I ask you what you <laughs> ask me? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, well, I, I think it's fake. And the teacher, he literally starts screaming at him and he's like, Get the fuck out of my classroom. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, he kicked him the fuck out quick. Yeah. He was, I mean, dude, he was livid. Yeah. It, it was, it was one of the, and honestly, I mean, uh, astronomy class was one of those sleep through kind of courses, but that, that day was uh, honestly one of the craziest days in any class I ever had. That's so. cool. Yeah. I'd yeah. love to see that. Fuck Yeah. <laughs> Because there's a big part of me that I'd have said, get the fuck out of my country. <laughs> right back to it. You fucking lying bastard. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't yeah. know. There's, I've seen enough to where I could easily believe it's, it was faked. Yeah. Um, and then I've also heard people debunk that to where I'm like, okay, maybe they did, but I don't care what I believe about it. What literally yeah. what I believe about it. I think we did go to the moon. Yeah. But I don't think it happened when they said it happened. Yeah, that's 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 my belief about it. I think that uh, I think that it might have been a little bit later mm-hmm. that we actually did land on the moon, but that the it, the pressure was so great at that time. Um, for you, you know, it was it was the space race, man. It was yeah. it was huge. Yeah, but I do believe we did go to the moon. I just. I don't know whether to believe it happened in 69, you know, I don't yeah. know. I don't know whether, but cause a lot of shit went down in 69. I don't know if people really can fathom the year that was America in 1969. I don't think there's ever been another year like that. I mean, we landed on the moon. Woodstock happened. The fucking riots, all, Vietnam, all the craziest shit. Happened in the summer of love. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, just crazy shit that was going on back then. And, you know, it was, it would have been easy for them to try to distract people with something like that. You yeah, know, a unifying yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And so, so I do believe we have been to the moon. I'm not a fucking, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I believe we did. Walk yeah. on the moon, yeah. I, but I'm I, just not sure that it happened on that. Day. I, I still, I still love uh, the uh, you know people who think that you know Kubrick uh, yeah, shot Stanley Kubrick, shot, yeah. yeah, and that he you know yeah. he he needled in like through the through um you know the Shining and things like right. that little clues yeah, yeah the Apollo Eleven <laughs> and, on, and, and the kids and rocket on the kids sure and from yeah. a lot of the conspiracy theorists that actually like like are very serious about this. They're like, Stanley Kubrick had nothing to do with that. Right. Yeah. That is, and this is one thing I've found going down, because I am not opposed to going down conspiracy theory rabbit holes. Like, I no. I find it uh, to be fascinating. No different, and as everybody might be cringing, like, oh, that, that's so dumb. 
is it any different than you watching Avatar or right. watching any sci-fi? It's all made up by somebody somewhere. Right. It's just, sorry, what I look into just doesn't have commercials and partnerships with Burger King with a child's toy uh, to get you interested in it. So, no, te- Technology that we're going to be using 20 years from now is already in use. Oh, and that's the same technology thing we're going to be using 50 years from yeah. now is already in use. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But of course. But my point is, like, I find conspiracy theories interesting because I see it as some of the best uh, human writing. Oh, awesome. yeah. yeah. Imagination. Yes. It is. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's the greatest of, it, of the human imagination. They're working in fiction. Yeah. Because either what actually happened, quote unquote, is fiction or the conspiracy theory is fiction. And so it's a battle of right. building evidence and trying to win a case. I see it as a debate. Yeah. A lot of times it's a one-sided debate. And the moon landing is one of those things that you could you can point to, but especially because of the time that it happened in. Yeah. And and uh and be critical of you know, cuz cameras and all that stuff were shit back then. They were shit, you know. They so were it's pretty easy to and, get some things. Right, right. <laughs> and so and that's what makes it easy to uh-huh. to to make it look, you know, fake to yeah, make it look yeah. fake but i mean it's uh it, that's the perfect the moon landing to me is the perfect one because yeah. the 9-11 stuff that i've seen where they you know they do the wireframe stuff on tv to show the buildings coming down and then they have actual witnesses that were in new york to say no that wasn't hat that isn't what happened i didn't even see a plane yeah. you know there's there's all the all those conspiracies you know are that is, some of those people are just fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. I'm not getting, and they I'm want just attention. Yeah. And it's already been proven time and time and time and time again right. that even witness testimony cannot be trusted. Right. Because they'll say the most ridiculous shit and they'll even pass a poly and think that they're telling the truth. And it's like, well, I know that's a lie and, because and there, there's, there's, there's actual plain parts. Right. Right. <laughs> in the record. <laughs> and, 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 and there's actual there, there's actually I've seen a conspiracy thing on 9-11. This is the craziest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, they said that the sound of the plane was automatically generated <laughs> by speakers and shit across the city. So people would think there was a plane. Oh wow! I need to get and, some, those. Must be some badass and, speakers. And, no the, shit. and that dude, just crazy shit like that. I've crazy fucking insane people yeah and um when you look at you know that the whole 9-11 thing it was real and and it was but it wasn't what they're telling you it was that's that's basically where i'm at on the conspiracy part of it you know yeah and, i think and this I think is that was i think it was allowed to happen i think 9-11 was allowed to happen yeah and i kind of want to hold off on this yeah. until our yeah. 9-11 yeah, episode until 9/11, i'd rather yeah. get back to the the essence of what makes a good conspiracy yes. theory is first you have to have an outrageous event and there has to be an understandable motive for why it could possibly not have happened the way that you were right. told. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I think the moon landing yeah, the is moon the perfect, perfect one because yeah. the motivation is already there. Yeah. You're in a neck and neck technological race with the other superpower vying for world domination. Right. And then and it, so you get into little things like, well, the the amount of time in between you know houston talking with the astronaut and the time coming back was almost non-existent right and a lot of people would be like there's no way the rate of transmission at that hurts whatever it would take three to five seconds for them to even hear it right it would to even have a 
Houston, this is, you know, whatever. And then for Houston to hear it and then reply back, you're talking 10 seconds. Right. And it was like, boom, 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 boom. And so to me, it's like, well, now I'm intrigued. Mm -hmm. But then you have other people that come on and say, well, there's a reason for that. You didn't have any interference. There's no resistance because it's space. And you don't have all the satellites that we have now. And you don't... You were able, we had stronger strengths because there was less interference back then. And so now I'm like, well, now I don't even know what to think. Well, and, and, but, and, well, and, and then when you throw that, that mm -hmm. this, this is a fact. Yeah. This is a fact that they were having trouble talking to each other from the tower to the rocket while it was sitting on the launch pad. Mm -hmm. yeah. that, was a, that was a huge problem. Yeah. They couldn't even talk to them on the fucking launch pad from less than a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, and, and that's a good, that was a good point that the, no, you know, the no stars in any of the cameras. Oh, shots, that, that a, one, that was a huge one. That was the one that I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Just because I'm like, go out with your good fucking phone yeah, tonight go out with your iPhone and try <laughs> to photograph the sky and get some stars. In yeah. There. You're not going to fucking do it. Yeah, I know. Well, and plus, know. the shitty camera, uh, the glare off the moon, it's going to white out anything. That's, and that's my point. That's what makes it such a convincing uh, conspiracy, you yeah. know, is, is the, the shitty fucking equipment that uh -huh. they had to work with back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. compared to now, you know, everybody looks at it now and they're like, oh, that was fake. That was, <laughs> that's just fake. No, it was just a shitty camera. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. sorry, kids. You know, I mean, the fucking cameras back then sucked. I think all these conspiracy theories just prove one thing to me, and that's I need to do LSD. <laughs> I mean, you'll come out, you'll come out on the other side a little different than you went in. That's uh, no shit. But um, but that's why that's why I think the moon landing is a perfect conspiracy theory. Yes, mm -hmm. I, I, out it of is. all of them, that's that's an entertaining one because I because I don't have such a hardened we 100% went or we 100% faked it because in the end, I don't care. I genuinely don't care. And that's, well, the it doesn't matter anymore, but well, at no. the time sure. it was everything. And that's the problem with most people yeah. is they stick to their beliefs and they're not even willing to be swayed ever because I've locked in and believe this is true for so long that fuck you for trying to come and tear down my beliefs. You hear that right. flat earthers? Yeah. There you go. Fuck, you, you unknowingly just stepped on something because I was going to say, Fucking flat earther. I had my first online argument with a flat earther today. Oh, oh, oh you got to be shitting me. Yes. Today. Oh, that's funny. Got the receipts. Right. I'm going to hear this. I want to walk you through it. I want to walk you through it. I definitely want to hear this one. Okay, so this is on Facebook, an app that I'm never on, but I just opened it, and this was right at, sitting at the top of my feed. And it's in a private group for another <laughs> show or whatever. And there's a guy in here that has just been fucking hammering flat earth shit in this group. And this group is not a flat earth group. It's a political news show. <laughs> and, but for whatever reason, this guy has latched on and will not let go. He's made it political. <laughs> well, he's, he's used this one group as his personal platform to share all of his knowings of flat earth. Right, right. <laughs> and... 99.999% of the people in the group see it and just laugh it off and move on with their day. They don't engage. They don't try to disprove to, anything. I have to say one thing before you start this. It, All I was flat earthers. Is, to the flat earthers. Well, last, last thing, and then it'll be open. Yeah. So most people don't engage. I've never engaged with a guy. 
except for today. I'd had enough, and I said, fuck this. <laughs> and so we'll get into what I said in a minute. But no, you get no, no. I, all I wanted to say was, <laughs> you people are the dumbest fucking people <laughs> yeah. to ever walk the face of the round globe, globe that is Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, ha- that's, what, that's, what, what is the time variable that we have to pass before you people are like, okay, we already disproved that long fucking time ago. No, man, they didn't disprove it. That's all just made up because they don't want you to know that it's really flat. I you, mean, this you, is literally their level of thinking. There just, are places, there are places in Florida mm-hmm. in high rise buildings mm-hmm. where you can go to the top, stand on the roof. And if you look out, you can actually see the curvature of the earth. Yeah. You can see it. You can see the. You can see it starts. There's a the little angle, slope. Little little slope to it on each side. Yeah. And so, I mean, for the for a flat earther, yeah, that's a, that. The, I don't even want to. And the reason I don't want to do this is because I have a very an ex business partner. I am. Yeah. Um, I mean, very good friend mm-hmm. of mine that is balls deep into this. Yeah. I mean, just fucking. You cannot talk to him. <laughs> and convince him that the earth is fucking round and not flat. Yeah. And and I'm like, it blows my mind because he is a fucking intelligent dude. You yeah. know, he's not he just went down, he just found the hole for him to to go down and he is all in on it. I see it much the same way as like the bell curve, you know, of IQ. You you have the dumbest members of society that believe the stupidest shit because they're literally too dumb to see where they're being fooled and then on the total op it's like the horseshoe theory on the opposite end of the bell curve where the iq is at the highest right they are so smart they can conceive of things that we can't even understand right right where they come around and they're like backing up the most retarded things ever it's like right. well, actually yeah. it is possible under these circumstances right, right. And just the right conditions right. i've run the models and then so the low iq dipshits hear that they're like see <laughs> yeah fucking yeah. They did all the work, so I didn't have to. Right. But that is how it is because the earth ain't round. Yeah, the flat earth. So so going back to like the reason why I think the moon landing thing is so good is because because you have a motive behind it for why it could be fake. Now, yeah. what the flat earth uh, mantra is lacking is any fucking motive. Yeah. Why? Yeah, why would <laughs> why would it fucking matter if it was round or flat? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Why does that matter? It's the current uh, vogue to attack science. Yeah. So anything because you know a lot of people think, you know, science is there to disprove religion, so fuck you. And I guarantee you the dude that made the fucking rocket that went up that died, <laughs> I guarantee you the last thing he said was, "Holy shit, it's round." <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the greatest stories we've ever covered on this show oh fuck i don't remember if we were already on air by that time or if that happened it, it, before we started I, releasing yeah. episodes but yeah. holy shit that was yeah one of my, no, that was funny <laughs> that was we, we did have a very good discussion about that so it's funny you say that like people are into flat earth because they use science to try to disprove god and all this shit well wouldn't you know it they have now <laughs> found uh passages in the bible that they are now using Woo. to support flat earth oh yeah <laughs> so so what i got here is a picture that this guy shared and his caption is we are growing stronger every day and it's a picture <laughs> literally it's a picture of an old jeep grand cherokee painted up as one of the jurassic park uh vehicles right and on the fucking side on the windows obviously this shows uh total rational mental being is when you have 
things written in white on your windows. That just shows me, ah, he's thinking clear. It says, Earth is flat. NASA is a hoax. Jesus is Lord. (laughs) And I'm like, dude. So I just commented under this. I said, ah, not a big fan of science fiction. (laughs) Because he's a flat earther, so... And you opened up a fucking <laughs> war. Yeah. So, uh, so this is, and there's people dunking on him all over the place, just saying you're a troll, whatever. So yeah, I said I'm not a big fan of science fiction. Thinking that's a perfect troll response. You of can course. take that as, am I going after the Bible? Am I going after the NASA and right. flat Earth, whatever? Right. And so I figured, oh, that's just a fun thing. Well, he comes back. Me either. The globe is the biggest science fiction there is. <laughs> oh, I got a, I got a better caption for this. Is <laughs> instead of we're growing stronger every day, it's gonna be we're growing dumber every day. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're growing yeah. dumber every day. The Earth is as flat as the tires on that vehicle, you dipshit. <laughs> well, it actually is on the sides of the tire. Okay, yeah. well, whatever. Anyway, so then I write back. Okay, fine. Earth is a globe. Doesn't affect my life. Earth is flat. Also doesn't affect my life. Being concerned with what the shape, with what shape our planet is, is quite possibly the dumbest way to spend one's time. But you do you. (laughs) Oh, I got to hear what he came back with on that one. It doesn't bother you that they're lying to you. So you have to work to have an okay life? Question mark. And I was like, okay. I don't understand how the shape of the earth is making preventing me from having a good life. And then I said, who thinks they're not being lied to? Everyone knows we're always being lied to. Why is the shape of the earth a unique lie? Out of all the lies we're led to believe, the shape of the earth is by far the dumbest one to even think about. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting this home. Like, this is retarded. The yeah. fact that we're even doing this right now. And then he writes, so many reasons. You should research it. <laughs> What's that, the reason? What's he won't reason? tell me. Oh, he won't tell you. So, reasons. so okay. I said, uh, there's just so many of he's them. He's like, so many reasons. You should research it. And I go, I won't because I don't care. Even if everyone on earth believed it's flat, it won't prevent you from being lied to about things that actually matter any less. Yeah. And then he just writes back, you're lost, sheep. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And I didn't have the guts and the, the desire to continue it past yeah, that. But yeah. I had never interacted with a flat earther online. Oh, that oh. is. And that, that, man, that, man, I'm telling you, they are. I so, The conversations that I've had yeah. with the few people yeah. that believe it, I mean, I just have to stop it immediately. No, just because remember. I mean it could it in friendships and shit. I mean yeah. that's the kind of yeah. That's where I see it. It's like Trump, like the Trump thing. The, Same shit. It, 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 the desire you, to believe is strong. Exactly. Well, but I mean, think about the logistics of the millions of dollars that NASA would have to spend per year just to shoot. You know. Um, you know, photo their 24 hour stream of watching the planet turn and things like that. It just boggles it's all my CGI, mind. Man. It's all CGI. Fuck. You saw, <laughs> you seen the movies that ain't real, bro. You can, but look, still, that's what I'm saying. Millions of dollars. They'd have to exactly. spend. Exactly. You should be upset because uh, they're spending that. I'm just going to say this. <laughs> you can get on a plane in the morning in mm. Paris, fly to the United States. It's still morning. Fly from the United States to China, it's still morning. 
That can't happen on a flat earth. Doug, Idiot. that's a Hollywood's effects artist. Yes. No, man. You're, they you're have being that, lied to. You're they, you're one of the sheep. They have they actually have an answer for that. That's that's my point, is if like I'll dig into it. I don't give a fuck. I oh, think yeah. they're I think they're retarded. Oh yeah. Um but there was a there was a documentary on Netflix a year or two ago. It still might even be up, where this guy follows around flat earthers and goes to flat earth conferences. And the movie ends with them trying to t- prove that the earth is flat. And what they end up proving is that it's actually round right. <laughs> and it's the funniest shit ever. And then it just rolls credits, but they showed a model. They've created a model of what flat earth looks like. And it's not like taking a map and just rolling it flat. It's circular. So it's like, you're looking at the earth from the top of a globe and you flatten it out that way. And the sun moves around the top in a circular motion. So that's why you can always have morning when you're bouncing around the planet because you're just going clockwise around the, the flat earth. They, they, that's what I'm saying. They've, they've done a remarkable job at trying to have an answer for everything except for, hey, dipshit, you can literally see planets from here. Yes. And they're round. <laughs> and they're round. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can why? see the moon from here yes. every night, and it's round. So why is everything else that you can see out there in space round, but we are somehow so unique that we are we're we're the only one that's not? Because it's fake, Jim. Yeah, it's we're fake. part of the Truman Show. You just don't realize it. Yeah, I guess I want <laughs> off this fucking show if there's this level well, of retardation allowed to. That's exist. probably where it came from. Yeah. It probably actually came. From the Truman Show, the fucking movie. Yeah, uh, was that the birth of the flat earther? I we I have to investigate that. Well, let's. Well, if not, we'll just claim it is because yeah, uh, you I, fuck you, disprove me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, did he actually? I mean, you said that they're you know starting to put verse Bible verse Ooh, in yeah. there. So 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 there was somebody because this is also a, a local news. Uh, Station WSB AM 750. This is this is a group for uh, Eric Von Hessler's morning show. So you have the you have Southern Republicans in this group. They don't take too kindly to mix smashing Jesus love with flat Earth love. So somebody comes in and goes, "Exactly what Scripture says the Earth is flat." And so this guy <laughs> sends a link. Challenge I accepted. I haven't clicked it yet. I think I might do it here live on the on the show. All I know is that the link says it's from the Flat Earth Bible. Oh, so they have their own Bible. I call spam risk. That's a that yeah that when you call something a Bible, you are definitely fucking with a Christian. Well, what they're doing is they're taking they legit go into the Christian Bible and pull out passages, and I'm going to read a couple. One of the ones, the first one is 1 Chronicles 16, verse 30. He has fixed the earth firm, immovable. Another one. Psalm 93, verse 1. Thou hast fixed the earth immovable and firm. (laughs) Okay, so it's just repeating this. (laughs) Um, Psalm 96, verse 10. He has fixed the earth firm, immovable. Jesus Christ, these people are even and more tired than another I'm... word. <laughs> Psalm 104, verse 5. Thou, st- thou didst fix the earth on its foundation so that it never can be shaken. Yeah, well, earthquakes are a thing. So what are we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. As Isaiah 45, verse 18. Who made the earth and fashioned it and himself fixed it fast? 
Christ. Uh, what is that? My head Yeah, hurts, that's man. who it was. It was Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, right off the top of the link that he sent, I mean, and then it just goes into talking about the heavens, uh, reveal his handiwork, the heavens were thy handiwork, blah, blah, blah. So because God can create earth, he can also make it flat if he wanted to. Right. That's basically what they're, they're mm. like, see? Oh. He doesn't say it's round. And that's legit. Their argument is, because he doesn't explicitly say the earth is round, therefore it's not round. And it's like, well, you do understand that technology was not at a place where they were even concerned with the shape of the earth back then. Therefore, it wasn't going to enter text because mm-hmm. why the fuck would it? It's a concept that they didn't even have at the time. Everything was a mystery. They could only be answered by God's will or God's actions or well, whatever. It, 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 these are, but I mean, these are translated texts <laughs> that we don't even know are a hundred percent accurate. And, and not to mention, I mean, have any of these people heard of metaphors? Fixed does not necessarily just have to mean static. Yeah. Have it they can, ever heard of Copernicus? Yeah. Or Da Vinci? Yeah. Or any anybody that proved without all the fucking technology that we've got right yeah. now prove the shit is round yeah you can prove it you can prove it with a fucking clock well yeah. you can D- prove it doug that was just a bunch of science loving uh religious hating yuppies they that's s- <laughs> that's all scientists were the flat earth community truly believes that they are identical and this is the best irony ever they believe that everyone that believes it's round are the same rubes that back in the day thought the earth was the center of the universe and i'm like this is the most entertaining shit dude there was there was a faux finnish artist i can't remember his name right now but he made a faux panel of a piece of marble that this is this totally relates to exactly what you're saying he made a piece that looks so much like marble that the king executed him. <laughs> he was executed. He was executed because the king thought that he had somehow sliced a thin layer of marble and put it on a canvas, you know? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, so for a king to execute somebody for that, think about somebody going and saying, we're not the center of the universe or, or we're not, you know, the earth is not flat. It's a, it's the same thing with but, these people. Fellas, uh, here's my curiosity. How much of our audience right now are we actually alienating? <laughs> I don't know this. Galileo was jailed because he was he was the father of modern physics and was proving that, like, well, no, actually, this is all backed up with uh, science. And Surprised they didn't kill him. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. really, I am. Yeah. I'm surprised King didn't have him put to death. But this is the same mindset. So we can get off the flat earth thing, but it was it was the first engagement I ever had with well, one of them. And I thought it was, it went exactly how I thought. I was it's, like, okay. <laughs> it's a great lead in actually to, uh, well, basically, I mean, yes, there are crazy conspiracy people out there, but I'm going to play for something for y'all now that he sounds like a crazy nut conspiracy guy, oh. but he might be speaking a lot of truth. In fact, I, I can verify is, it. Is he speaking truth to power? <laughs> truth to power. He's speaking his truth. He's speaking his truth. He's got to speak his truth.
of history. That's the wind blowing through your ancestors' bones, begging <laughs> this guy you to fucking do rules. the right thing. Sir, can you please that is the, the audio record that Sir? Matt Baker is calling upon from Ocean Beach. <laughs> Blowing through the black people, through the white people, through the Chinese people, through the Mexican Americans, through the people that built this building with their bare hands to raise up this nation. They are begging you and they are blowing through your veins and they should be putting a tingle up the spine of your back and they should be begging you to do the right thing. You're about to open a pit of hell. You do not get a vaccine passport put on us. You know as the population who's in control, you know that the people are the politicians. Once you get a power, you will never relinquish it. Do you think that the forefeet of marble that holds you above high in this chamber will help you from the fate of humanity which you are unleashing. No! no! It won't! Your children and your children's children will be subjugated. They will be asked, how many vaccines have you had? Have you been a good little Nazi? Hey, <laughs> Real quick, real quick. I know that that was pretty hard to understand. I found a translated version of it. If you guys want to hear yeah. what, it, what he actually said, hang on. <laughs> that's no. Chinese yeah. translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, it was reverse translation. Yeah, the yeah, Chinese yeah. translation. Now, I, I do want to let everyone know that guy is exactly what you're picturing while you listen to him. He looked like Kaczynski yeah. <laughs> with dreadlocks. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, his name is Matt Baker. Yeah, he's um, an angry little hobbit. He yes, was, he is. He was at the San Diego Board of Supervisors meeting. And, you know, funny thing is, he's not wrong about the Section 1 part of the Nuremberg <laughs> uh, Code, um, yeah. which basically, now that's a, a set of research ethics that, um, you know, for human experimentation created by the USA. Yes, of course and it was. It was a result of the Nuremberg trials mm-hmm. um, after the Second World War. Now, here's what. That first article says the voluntary consent of the human subject 
is absolutely essential. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent, should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ulterior form of constraint or coercion, and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved as to enable him to make an understanding and enlightened decision. This latter element requires that before the acceptance of an affirmative decision by the experimental subject, there should be made known to him the nature, duration, and purpose of the experiment, the method and means by which it is to be conducted, all inconveniences and hazards reasonably to be expected, and the effects upon his health or person which may possibly come from his participation in the experiment. The duty and responsibility for ascertaining the quality of the consent rests upon each individual who initiates, directs, or engages in the experiment. It is a personal duty and responsibility which may not be delegated to another with impunity. Man, wait until the flat earthers get a hold of this Nuremberg, uh, you know, shit that he just read, because he's going to say they can now start saying all these globalists in the truest form are breaking the Nuremberg code by coercing me to believe that we live on a globe. Everything that he just said is the reason the U.S. is not uh, they don't um, acknowledge the Hague. Mm hmm. You know, that's, that's what's where all the countries of the world can be punished by this international court mm -hmm. that the United States does not participate in, Ooh, which well. is the only country that doesn't participate in it, which is very interesting because yeah, we don't the wanna... U.S. came up with what he just said, yeah. supposedly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And well, I, it's it's rules for thee, not for us. Like we're going to be the ones that are going to be breaking our own rules and codes. And laws exactly. And all that stuff. Yes. Well, That's, and I was already asked this week. You know, what experiment is taking place? What are you talking about? I'm like, the entire fucking vaccine is still experimental, right? And and, like, no, and, it's not. And not only that, it's not you. you it's not a free will thing anymore. No, not there's for, companies. Not for a lot of people. There, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of companies. A lot of. Uh, uh, especially medical in, in the medical field they're telling people if you don't take this shit you don't have a job yeah and, and which that, is, if that's not coercion which you is, know what he which he just fucking said which is funny because a lot of the news reports coming out of these hotspot areas are our hospitals are being overrun our hospitals are overwhelmed with this and we've already been over this last summer that doesn't mean that they don't have any room in the hospitals. It doesn't mean that they are literally treating patients uh, out in the parking lot because they physically don't have any rooms. It's the same idea as when you go to a restaurant that normally has 10 servers that only has two servers. So they close down the tables that they are not capable of serving. Once you start firing your own medical staff, you no longer have the number of employees you're not fully staffed so right. you can't you can't utilize every room right so you're getting rid of medical personnel 
based on some bullshit. And then when you're left with the vaccinated crew, they can't keep up with the rest of the hospital, right. what the hospital is meant to be able to take care of. Right. And so you're double dipping here by saying, if you don't get the vaccine, you get the fuck out. And then crying, we don't have enough people to take care of all these sick patients. Yep. And all you're going to do Kaczynski's is... right. Uh, yep. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's absolutely right. Oh, this guy, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Were, the I dude, you, you know, the, the dude. Whatever I thought you were talking the about the real Kaczynski. I, I was know, like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Doug. No, I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the guy that, that, that looks like Ted Kaczynski. I don't know. I, I don't know who he is. I don't know his name, but that was he, he was right. He mm -hmm. was right. So, everything he said... In the crazy fucking hermit fucking caveman <laughs> way, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he was right in in all that he said, you know. But nobody's gonna listen to no. him because mm -hmm. look at him. Yeah. I mean, it's like guards. This one has clearly lost <laughs> yeah. his composure. Yeah, this one escaped. Yeah, you know, so, so it's like, and that's that's the problem with a lot of the messaging is it gets hijacked by. Crazy people. And the only reason why they got played on the show is because it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious to us. We can laugh at it. But if you were serious about actually making change, you don't have him as a mouthpiece. Right. Mm, no. You have other medical professionals. You have other virologists, people that actually know their shit, like uh, the Mount Vernon town hall meeting that uh, Stone sent us a few weeks back. Yeah, yeah. That one's a beautiful one because you're speaking in an educated medical language about how all this is horseshit right instead of being sensational and emotional and having dreadlocks and clearly being a guy that you would walk on the other side of the road from if if you had the option to and i have a family member right now a really close family member that is in serious trouble in the hospital right now mm -hmm. he's been put in the icu he's um it he was he was left unattended um for too long, which mm -hmm. is what we're talking about. I mean, yeah. there was not enough people there to take care of him. Yeah. And and when they finally did get to him, he was unresponsive. So then they put him on a ventilator. He's in ICU now. And so this is real. This is real yeah. shit that's happening. Yeah. And what we're talking about, everything that we're talking about, it's maddening to me. It's, it's ridiculous that the people that are forcing vaccines on everyone are the same people that are taking clearing out the hospitals of all the medical people to take care of these people yeah the even the vaccinated people are getting sick you know so yeah your vaccines are not working they're not working mm -hmm. so for all of this to be going on right now it, there's it, it's it's bigger it's so much bigger than what even us three in this room could come up yeah. with with a conspiracy Correct. It, it's it's a big it's something major is going on in this well, country right now and we're witnessing it we're witnessing shit over the past year and a half we're seeing a change in the united states of america that has not happened since the united states yeah. of america was made well was but even created and the vaccine might actually also be at the heart of the issue you know, the fact that people might actually be transmitting it after they get the vaccine because it's with, I mean, there are the vaccines. They're giving you the protein. The spike They're, protein. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that could be a huge reason why we're seeing mass amounts of the virus happening, right. especially also. Well, no, I mean, I can't really, you know, lay blame of the variants on it. Right. But still, I mean. It's like giving people. uh 
you know, it's like giving the masses a little dose of COVID. The views expressed in this portion of the podcast are Doug's, Doug's alone, and only Doug's. Let them spread it around. The people that get vaccinated, let them spread it around to the... Uh, that that's the only thing that makes sense to me. It is guaranteed herd immunity is what the vaccine is. Because if they're giving you the spike protein, they're giving you COVID. You're getting you're gonna get COVID in the vaccine. That's why people feel like shit. The same thing with the flu. It's the exact same premise. They give you the a little bit of the disease that they're trying to keep you from getting to build antibodies to that to that disease. So if, but if your body won't build the antibodies and you get that vaccine, then all you're going to do is spread that out to someone else because your body doesn't need the antibodies. And the problem, the problem is though, the the, herd immunity is a myth as far as this goes. Right. Well, We'll we'll put in the show notes, you know, the uh, clip that uh, Stone sent us, because I absolutely think everyone should see it. But uh, he mentions, and I mean, basically anyone knows, you know, viruses are not anything that are going to be cured. No, no, they're here for good. Yeah. And um, they mentioned, the doctor mentions that because a lot of people bring up polio. And a lot of people bring up, um, you know, uh, swine flu and a few others. And basically, uh, he says the problem with bringing those up is they did not break the or they're not in the animal reservoir. Right. Right. And he said the problem is coronavirus is right. So there's no immunity that's going to take place. This is going to be. Very much or exactly like the flu, where every year they're going to have to release a new strain of vaccine to help with the new variants. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Mm -mm. This is not going anywhere. And that's why I'm saying this vaccine might be, it could be trying to infect as many people as they can. And the only thing they had to work with with the vaccine was the first one. They didn't have all the variants to deal with you know sure so now uh anybody that's coming up with a vaccine that hasn't been put out yet you can bet your ass they're throwing those variants in with the other proteins you know they're throwing all them proteins in together and the next vaccine that comes out will be it'll probably kill more people because you're adding all the variants into the vaccine and when you give that to someone and that person doesn't need it and they pass it off to someone else, then that person that gets passed off to is another variant because it's fucking five different variants mixed together and you've made another whole new variant. Mm-hmm. So you're right. You're absolutely right about the every year you're going to have to get a shot for this. This is the thing, though, is it has to be voluntary. It has to be you have to voluntarily want to go get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. You can't be forced by your fucking employer to get a vaccine for something if if you don't want to get it yeah. and in in fear of losing your fucking job because you didn't get the vaccine that's the fucked up part of all of this yeah, yeah. that's the nuremberg part of all of this and, and the numbers I mean, are still being fucked with as far as the cases and also deaths um uh 
there was uh, somebody that I was listening to that's from the UK. Um, he's one of the artists uh, I brought up a few weeks ago. Zuby. Zuby. Yeah. Um, and he was mentioning, you know, in the UK, in order for it to be counted as one of the deaths, a person only had to have tested positive within the last 28 days and then died. Mm-hmm. And so that's an automatic COVID death. It's like, how much do you think that's inflating your numbers? And the U.S. is not doing anything different. Yeah, no, and this is the entire problem with it, is that you have the heavy-handedness as far as the mandates, and then you also have, on the other side of that, employers mandating that if you're going to maintain your employment status, that you have to get vaccinated. You've got places like New York where you can't even engage in normal civil society without the vaccine. I don't give two flying fucks about the disease and whether or not a vaccine is good or bad for you. It's when you go through those measures, you're naturally going to get pushback and blowback if it goes hard enough. And it's unnecessary. If, if the vaccines actually worked as well as they want us to believe they would, you wouldn't be able to give them to enough people because everybody would be rushing to get it. I've said that numerous times. I don't give a flying fuck on the efficacy of the vaccines uh, how many variants there are, the fact that herd immunity this or herd immunity that. The point is, is that you're, you are going to get more political theatrics like Mike Baker doing his thing to discredit because the opposition, the, the pro-vax are going to see that and say, how can anybody take this guy seriously? He's a kook. Sure. It's like running interference on the actual making of good points and yeah, sure. Go make noise, go make a fuss. But what he did doesn't help anybody. Uh, nobody's going to hear his testimony and say, we need to change policy because of it. Right. They're yeah. going to say, these are the people that we need to control and keep them out of polite society. So I really want guys like Mike Baker to shut the fuck up and go back to his cabin and let people that actually know what they're fucking talking about we want more, to be the guy. We want more people like the parents, I want to say it was this last week, that went up to in front of the school board, I think it was about critical race theory and explained, you know, how it's, it should not be put in the schools and they overturned it. Mm-hmm. Sure. It was very, by a very small margin, but still he made effective change because his point was very calm and also well put together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's another thing that's kind of funny to me that you have a bunch of right wingers begging the government to allow their kids to go back into government schools. It's like you have an opportunity on a silver platter right now to pull all of your children out because you're not, if you actually want change, you have to physically not comply. Begging to be allowed back in the system gives all the power back on the hands of the powerful to say, well, fine, but you're going to come in on our terms. Say, Hey, you don't want us to come in unless we meet these requirements. Good. Fuck you. We're not going to do any of that shit. I'm going to have my children homeschooled. I'll restructure my own life because I don't want into this fucking system. That's why I am so disappointed in all of the bands, all of the rock bands and uh, touring artists out there that gave in to fucking Live Nation and their Mm -hmm. shit that they're doing. Where people have to be vaccinated to buy tickets to a fucking concert. Because it's funny, because because the vaccines are not preventing the, the spread and the infection of the virus. Right. Garth Brooks canceled his tour. Yes. Nine Inch Nails canceled yep. their tour, the remainder of their tour. 
there's a shitload of bands that have canceled the remainder of their tours, which really sucks, but that's what you fucking get. Right. And then you have you have smaller entertainers that are not on the stage of a Garth Brooks, but like Andrew Schultz, the comedian. He's going to LA and doing shows and where he's saying, I'm not going to check your vaccine. I don't give a fuck. I'm doing shows where I want to do them vaccinated or not vaccinated. Come one, come all. I don't care. Right. You know, and that's the way it should be. That's yeah. the, it, it's, it has to, that's where the voluntary thing comes in, man. It has to stay voluntary because if all of these big corporations and especially the bands, man, I am so disappointed in all the bands that signed on for that. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't tell you how disappointed I am in them. Because I've been doing this, I, I've been playing my almost my entire life, playing live shows and everything. I would never want anybody that came to see me forced to do anything to come to see me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it, and and forcing people to have a vaccine when the vaccine is clearly not working, and just jump aboard with that. That is so disappointing to me. And I get, I get the safety thing. I get that. If the fan was worried about the safety, they wouldn't go to the begin with, you know what I mean? But you're taking that option away. You're taking, exactly. You're taking choice away. It flies in the face of the spirit of rock and roll right away. Yeah. But it makes sense to me because it's like most artists and artistic people lean to the left. Uh, They are not for, they don't promote personal responsibility. They promote community. So it it tracks, and it tracks, and you can look at it because sports games and shit they're wide the fuck open. Why? Because they're capitalistic. They're they'd rather make money um, than worry about your well being. Your well being will be accounted for. They'll have security there and shit, but they're not putting your safety in front of making a dollar, which I'm totally down with. I don't give a fuck. Put it on the person to make the decision if they want to take the risk of coming to your event. That's the point. That's my point. So, and all I'm saying is that's why it makes total sense to me. Yeah, it lets me down, but my expectations. My I would have been shocked if bands and artists, especially really big ones like Garth Brooks and Nine Inch Nails, they have the luxury of canceling tours because a tour is not going to make or break where they're at, you know, financially right, for themselves. Right. But what they immediately do is they they immediately are taking money off of the plate of their entire crew. Now, and not just the crew, the opening bands, mm-hmm. the bands that are trying to get a foot in the door. Well, I, and I sh- guess that's what I meant by yeah, saying crew is the entire support mechanism right, right, that allows yeah. them to even have a show to begin with, right. you're taking that away from yeah. them again. Yes. And yeah. and that's where I go, see, that's where this lefty mindset or this community mindset gets misplaced because you're leaving out the people who are actually dependent on you to do this thing. The crowd's not dependent on you. They choose to come see you. Sure. But that crew and the opening bands are yes. dependent on you. And a lot of them have killed herself over the COVID shit. Yeah. A lot of them have, they have no, they've, it's all they've done their whole life. They have no other way to make a living yeah. and, and they get so depressed and shit that they fucking take their life and a lot of drug addiction, everything that, yeah. everything that, uh, this country swears that it's against they're causing, mm-hmm. they're causing every bit of it. They're causing hardship on everyone. And, this is what's so crazy about the lefty thing that 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 really bugs the shit out of me is they all think that the government's going to come in and give them money to live and government's survive through this. <laughs> what they don't realize is that all of that money is generated by Americans 
having their money taken through taxation. And That's one the of less ways. people that you have working, the less taxes you have coming in, the less tax money you have coming in. And the few people that are left working, they're going to fucking rape. They're going to rape. They're going to take more tax money from them because they can't afford it. Well, and th- there's two ways around it is through taxation and printing and also spending. And so they're not lessening their spending. And government spending is a tax on the American people anyway, because they're they're spending away money that they don't have. Right. That they're banking on getting from you. And they know that they can't. So how do they supplement that? They just print more yeah. to make up the difference, yeah. which it inherently and instantly devalues the money that the working class actually does have and is creating. So everybody that's putting their bets on the government to protect them, you're fucking over everyone. Mm-hmm. And there's more than one virus out there that can kill you. And just because this is the new one doesn't mean this is the one that we have to be ruled by. And so if you actually give a fuck about community and the well-being of others, then you know, living with choice needs to be your first and only objective. Yeah. And be- I mean, believe me, we all are aware that there are people dying. I mean, I we had a family friend uh, not a week ago uh, that passed away from COVID. So we do understand it is certainly a health issue, but the reaction is not matching the level of the actual concern. Yeah, I mean, hell, I've everybody knows somebody that's died of something. You know, I've had family members die from automobile accidents, from DUI, from from gunshot wounds. But -hmm. you would never hear me in a second say that we need to outlaw alcohol, ban vehicles and remove guns off this face of the planet. No, you should have all three of those things. Just don't be as stupid as, you know, the other people that, uh, you know, do bad things with them. You should be as free to fuck up your own life as you want, just as long as I'm free to make my own decisions. Nobody else should have that power, and that's what should be fought against, hopefully in a better method than Mike Baker. But it was funny, and uh, I sincerely think that... Matt Baker. (laughs) I sincerely think that you're going to see a lot more of that. It's been going on for a couple months now, but you're only going to see more of that kind of shit at town hall meetings and school board meetings, and I think that's good. I think that's fine. I think that there needs to be pushback. But or near the uh, Library of Congress. Yeah, I would, I would much rather people just disengage from, um, you know, the, the, the schools and the restaurants and all that. Just mm-hmm. just see how they can exist without you. That's my point. Yeah. Fully, if you really want to get your way, disengage entirely and watch how quickly they will bend to what you then you'll actually have power. Begging to be allowed to use their services still allows them to have that. And I've already yeah. said that before, but what what does end up having or happening as a result is you get people that only hear enough to get upset and then they take it out in very unproductive ways. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this on last week's episode and I was not expecting it to happen as quickly, <laughs> but I mentioned you know, there's a lot of anger about this Afghanistan pullout and the 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 poor planning, or what at least appears to be poor planning. I think it's going exactly to plan. Um, mm-hmm. I think they want it to be as dirty and nasty and as uh, you know not not peaceful looking as possible. But a lot of people um, 
that are not that, well, I'll just say it, intelligent, are just going to get angry. And I mentioned it on the last episode. I, I understand the anger. You know, turn off the TV, go outside, do something good for yourself, exercise, you know, get laid, whatever. Um, but I was most worried about people turning that anger and pointing it directly at the government. And I'm talking like government buildings in D.C. <laughs> hmm. And wouldn't you know it, just as we put out the episode, I was getting alerts. There is a there's a loose cannon in D.C. holding D.C. hostage with a supposed bomb threat. And I was like, oh, fuck, I got to see what this is about. <laughs> and so I fire up the old interwebs and there's pictures of this guy in a in his black pick em up truck that ain't seen a car wash since he bought it. What you know, it's got mud on. It's got big jacked up tires and there's an angry white male. Oh, wow. He's hitting all the blocks. He's checking all the boxes. Oh, and he finishes it off with the accent. Oh, the, yeah. Well, so the first thing I see is a picture taken by a, a supposedly a student walking to class that snapped a picture of this guy. And there's he's throwing all of his money on the ground outside of his truck. He's got his <laughs> truck pulled up on the sidewalk outside the Library of Congress. And and I'm seeing this. and I'm like, bomb threat. They look, looks like a pickup truck. Yeah. It's like a crazy guy that is just throwing money out, which this is normal. This tracks a lot of people who are anti-government will show up to D.C. and start throwing their currency around because this is all bullshit. Making it rain. Making it rain. There's no value. Money's fake. Eh, Whatever. Make it it rain on me. Come over to my house and throw some money in my yard. I'll take your fake money. I don't go fuck. Throw it in my yard. I'll buy fake shit with your fake money. Like, we can work out a deal. I don't see, like, you know, stop throwing the shit on the ground, people. Um, And so immediately I'm just like, okay, well, nothing's happening. This guy's just parked there. And DC looks pretty fucking empty. Like this doesn't track. It was like nine 30 in the morning and he shows up behind the Capitol between the Capitol and the library of Congress while Congress is on recess. They're not even in DC. So I'm like, well, this automatically is starting to sound like a fake, like a, a flag that might be less than genuine. (laughs) Possibly. And so come to find out a little bit after like some information's trickling in and then come to find out this guy's been live streaming for hours on Facebook, live streaming him, driving into DC, driving up to police checkpoints saying, Hey, you better clear the area. I got a bomb in my truck and it's going to level two and a half blocks of DC if you don't listen to me. And the cops are just like, yeah, sure. Right this way. (laughs) And dude, yeah. What was the first comment that I sent to you? It was like, dude. John Malkovich is pissed. Well, yeah, we didn't know what he looked like until we start seeing videos of his live streams. Yeah. And I'm going to play a few clips. We're going to do one thing we've never done on this show before, because typically we kind of pre-screen any audio that we're going to play on the show. We already have it kind of somewhat organized. I watched the entire 30-minute live stream while he's sitting on the curb. And I clipped it like two minutes here, seven minutes here. Uh, because I knew that they were going to nuke the guy's Facebook channel, which they did, but not until hours after he had already been live streaming. And so it just kind of made me think, it's like, it's DC. They have cell phone blockers in DC. Yeah, but they do. They, they could have easily just nuked every technological anything in his fucking truck, especially cell phones. 
But they didn't. They didn't want to do that. No. No. He's got. They, no, you got to. got to get his message out there. Got to parse out little pieces. Yes. You got to. You got to make gotta, it look legit. Got to feed the, the CIA feed the, had to give their puppet a chance to you know uh, you know get in the pond a so, little bit. So Congress might not have been in D.C., but yeah, all of those fuckers very much were. And so we're gonna do a little thing called clip roulette. I'm just gonna pick a clip, a random clip. I don't know what the fuck he says on this. Um, we guarantee it's gold, though. Yeah, so here's what, um, first of all, the guy's name, um, or this is the news report. CBS News confirms the man in a truck near the U.S. Capitol who claims to have a bomb is one Floyd Ray Roseberry of Grover, North Carolina. Of course he had to have a Ray in there, that two-name kind of Southern guy. I mean, it's the southernest, whitest name you could have <laughs> him. He wants President Biden to resign and claims in a Facebook live stream that the revolution is on. Did they find a man liquor carcano in the back of his truck? <laughs> Did they find that. one of those? I don't even know what that is. Oh, uh, you don't know? Yeah, I didn't. No, that's the, that's the rifle that was used to assassinate Kennedy. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, none of us knew that. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> hey, history. It's a little history moment for you. Uh, it was they, the it was the CIA rifle. Oh, I'm sorry. The <laughs> rifle that was used to kill Kennedy. I was wondering if they found that in the back of his truck. Maybe. Yeah. He looks like he's a probably kinda, same kinda, one. He's probably a connoisseur. <laughs> Might have been the same one. So all right, chat roulette clip number one. Let's see what old Ray has to say. But you don't want to shoot these windows out, I'm telling you. <laughs> the boys over on top of that roof, you don't want to shoot these windows out. When you shoot these windows out, the revolution is on even harder. There's going to be four more going off across this town. It ain't my fault. <laughs> okay, so that's clip one. <laughs> it ain't my fault. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do this. Yeah. I'm sure he's got stock and what's what are those low grade explosives that you were showing tannerite. me? Tannerite. Yeah. Tanner yeah, tannerite. <laughs> well, apparently he had tannerite at the top of this coffee can or whatever can that uh supposedly was slap full of the most powerful gunpowder you ever did see. That was in another clip I don't have, but uh when he was telling the Capitol Police to let me through, I'm here to talk to Joe. And so yeah, he looks like John Malkovich. Southern accent as though he was created in a Hollywood studio. What planet do you have to be born on to think that you're going to get that meeting with Joe? I mean, it's, Well, he is an American citizen. Yeah, and I just want to talk to... And uh, you have the right. The to, people's to, leader. To meet with your leaders. Exactly. I think it's in the Nuremberg Code. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in there somewhere. <laughs> it should be. I don't know. Oh, fuck. All right. So, let's see. What does old Ray got to say today? <laughs> Round two. All I want to do is set this bomb down. <laughs> and go home. Oh, shit, Ray. They told me how to deactivate it, Joe. <laughs> they told you. Yeah. That little blue light right there works off decimals. <laughs> <laughs> you come up, do a little Billy Jacks, busting my windows, and it's gonna go boom, brother. Like, <laughs> Holy shit! DC was like held captive by Boom Hour. <laughs> <laughs> See this little blue light right here? You click, 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 click. You go, they boom. told him. Who was they? Yeah. They told him so how the to. CIA? You hear that? That <laughs> so, was a that was a little nugget there. So in his full thirty minute vid vidya. 
which uh, I've got saved because <laughs> this is the kind of guy I am. He talks about, he goes in to descriptive terms on who made this bomb for him. And he talks about, he's like, it's somebody that y'all trained. It's it's somebody that was trained by you, Joe. Ain't, he ain't got no legs. No, he already got them blown up. But he knows how to build bombs, and he's the guy that did this. And, well, he told me that if it gets over a certain decimal level in here. Uh, decimals. <laughs> decimals. I'm it's talking about decimals. a lot of periods, A lot of bro. points. <laughs> if we reach a certain threshold of periods and points and dots, this thing's going off. <laughs> so don't be too loud. Like, like the decibels in front of my actual IQ. So don't get too judicious with that period key. Yeah. 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 Now listen to me. Don't you be too listen loud. Listen to me, Joe. You know, them I'm de- Ray. Them, them decimals might go off if you're too loud. So clearly, he's he meant to say the word decibel, you know, equating to sound oh, level. Yes. But the motherfucker just was stuck on decimals <laughs> because I don't think he knows the fucking difference. Yeah, I, I don't think he does either. That is, that is some classic shit. Right oh, there, my bro. God. All I want to do is put this bomb down go home. I want to see this yeah. South Park. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I you don't know, know how to get Matt and Trey, get on this. Get on this one. Oh, <laughs> dude, you, said, you said you got a seven-minute clip? Yeah. Why don't you just drag it out to a random part in the middle of that and just i, I want to know all right let's see what <laughs> get random get random with it yeah 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 because i mean it's uh, that is classic it doesn't matter what comes out of his mouth man it's fucking too bad he's going to jail i, I want know, this man. guy to have his po- own podcast I-, I want him to be on <laughs> south park yeah <laughs> all right so here's in the very beginning i just scrolled two and a half minutes in i have no idea what the fuck this guy's talking about Let's see. That's when it goes off. And it ain't my fault. <laughs> I got the roads blocked. You think? Traffic report. They know I'm here. They know. <laughs> I see the snipers over on the building. <laughs> they better listen before they shoot. <laughs> I better listen for that shit. You don't want to trigger them decimals. <laughs> Biden has a chain shortage for a reason. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. great. Oh, so yeah. he's got bags oh, of change. change. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nickels, dimes, quarters, pennies, you name it, he's got it. Yeah. And apparently he's claiming that uh he's fixed the chain shortage sure. because he's got it all. In an effort to to use money as the shrapnel if his truck blows up. There you go. I mean, this guy's got it in spades. It's just a shitload of pennies. So I think he, okay, now that I kind of know where he's at, I think he goes into talking about his change. I got loads of it. <laughs> loads of it, Biden. And it don't take but a half a roll of nickel to eat to a fifth caliber bullet. But I'm telling you, them snipers come in, they start shooting this window out. This bomb's going off because it was built by y'all's people, by the people y'all had in the military. Oh. Y'all were the ones that trained the man to build it. He blowed his legs off building them. Blowed his legs off. So this thing's right. 
Watch some decimals. Watch some decimals. Motherfucker blew his feet off. This bomb. <laughs> he ain't got no legs. <laughs> he ain't got no legs. <laughs> Which is why I know that this bomb is tits. <laughs> he done blown his legs off making explosives. Making That's why it. I trust him. That is, <laughs> that is fucking insane. Yeah, fuck. Oh. It's the funniest shit ever. So, uh, spoiler alert they just arrested the guy nothing fucking happened like mm-hmm. he he willingly left his vehicle crawled over to the police and they arrested him and it's funny i haven't heard any follow-up on whether or not there was actually any explosives found in his vehicle no. right right Ain't that funny or a half a roll of nickels man <laughs> plus he, he also threatens that he had five buddies well, four uh, or four he, yeah. he would total up to make the total of five. Oh, gotcha but he had he had four buddies and it, they were all triggered right. to go off at the same time all around and, and i was chosen to be the one to come here they chose me joe and I, ha, there's ha, more clips but dude, i mean what fuck, do I'm those friends if we yeah i know <laughs> i am too dude that guy <laughs> what that do guy those friends have joke. to look like for him to be the chosen one well, here's the thing. There were no other guys. Of course not. He told his wife he was going to work. He woke up earlier than normal and drove from North Carolina up there and went on this little stage. I've seen a lot of people, the second that I shared this story in some of the groups I'm in, immediately they were like, this is bullshit. That guy's a fed. Other people's were like, you know, whoever built the bomb is the actual fed. And they just picked the dumbest guy in this town and got them all riled up and he might blowed be, his legs off there might be some truth in that i mean th- before they nuked his facebook you could people were going back and screen grabbing some of the shit he's been saying for oh, years yeah. Yeah. i mean this guy burnt his carolina panthers jerseys back when kaepernick was kneeling even though kaepernick was never a panther um <laughs> Perfect guy. The guy's a fucking moron. Perfect guy. Was he one of the Nike guys? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he's easily susceptible to be coerced into thinking things and doing things based on how stupid he is. Yeah. All it takes is a is is uh, Facebook and the CIA can find there just Mm -hmm. cream of the crop. Yeah. So people to just go to and say, ah, there's our guy. Yeah. So the reason why the snipers never shot is because they knew that there wasn't anything to be worried about because they'd probably been in contact with this dude for months, getting them, you know, poking them with a stick. Hey, they'd have set them decimals off too. Yeah, they would have. They would have been loud as fuck. Remember those tests we point, used to point, take, you point, know, way back when in our first episodes, uh, like, you know, uh, where are you in the BLM kind of scale? Oh, yeah, the BLM test, the BLM approval test. I think they should make a test for us. Which one of us is going to be the CIA asset? Mm. Mm. Wow. It, it really just comes down I to I think it's you, Arona. I do, too. I don't even think we need to take a test. <laughs> I think it's whoever's the most susceptible to propaganda. The people yeah. that see something in immediate, like boomers. You hear all the time boomers, you know, getting on the internet and just believing everything they fucking hear. Right. Can you believe this? I read... Don't worry. Hey, Johnny told me that I should only eat green vegetables because it's got this component that ain't found in meat. So I'm changing my entire lifestyle. Like this concept has been around forever. It's people that don't know shit that first come across something that looks like some shit that somebody else knows and they're off to the races. And that's why you see people swing, you know, swinging from one side to the other to the other because they will literally believe anything that comes across their phone while they're taking a dump and there's a lot and we talked about this a while ago in this episode about conspiracy theories and 
propaganda is they will there's enough deflectors and provocateurs that will go into any of these movements and fill it full of bullshit to discredit what's actually real about that thing or that event or that program. And it's controlled opposition that'll just come in and say the dumbest shit to get people going, oh, anybody that looks at that and goes, oh, my God, oh, my God, the Trumpsters are out there wanting to blow up D.C. What's the result of that? What's the result of that right there? The same cries after 9-11. Please, government, we need you to protect us from these kind of people. This, this could happen anywhere. We need to we need to take every measure to prevent this. You know what's funny about this week in D.C.? They sent Kamala to Vietnam. Ooh. They shipped her off to Vietnam. Hmm. One-way flight? I don't know. No, Maybe. Only hope. <laughs> we can only hope. Well, a conspiracy theory that may or may not be out there, but I'm going to say it. Uh, it probably is out there. Is I genuinely think that uh, what we're seeing, and it's... Afghanistan is what's being used for it now because you have all the media unilaterally saying Joe Biden is not fit to be president because he's incapable of dealing with this. And he gave an interview to, I think, ABC News, George Stephanopoulos and all that stuff. And it was not. It was comical. It was not good. It It was was, just the one where he forgot what uh, part of the military Bo was in. So, yes, but that was never aired. Yeah, the yeah. part that was aired was bad enough, but it was what wasn't aired, and they're doing their best to protect him, but they still leaked the transcript of the interview. Which I guess you, it's not a leak; it's public information. We should be able to know what the fuck our president is saying to the sure. press. So when they when they shared it, obviously guys like Tucker Carlson jumped on it and read it on air, but you can believe it. Like he's so not cognitive you know, and in touch with his mental uh, capabilities that you could now fake the president saying the craziest shit in order to get him out of power because there's enough there to get him booted so that then bypass Kamala, you know, have her step down, have her willingly say, I don't want it. And then poof. Now we put who we actually want in there. We did everything we had to do to get old Trump out of there because he was actually putting up a decent, you know, a decent enough fight to prevent us from doing what we want. What, and tell put, us who's put third put in, who, in there. Who's third in line there, Jim? Nancy, Nancy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. She's dude. She. This has been. She's. She was planned a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this was. That it was. It was actually. That was actually in the cards when uh, Trump was in office. Yeah. They were trying to do that same shit. Yeah. So, with all the impeachments and whatnot. But, yeah. But Biden is the perfect person and it's the reason why he was chosen to be the dnc person Mm -hmm. is because a he's mentally just on timeout for the rest of his life so they can they can just use him however they want total control yeah they They have total control they have total control whether he's in office or not right and they'd rather have him in but they're also gonna let enough of joe to be out there in public's eye so that if we ever need to pull him the fuck out no one's going to think twice about it. Right. So either way, win, win, and the the show moves on. Well, and, and, see, and then the whole time Trump is sitting there in Florida going, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, this would have never happened if I was still there, Joe. Yeah, right, right, you right. disgraced the country. And it's like, shut the fuck up, Trump. 
Like this thing's bigger than you. This was yeah. This uh, was this was in the works way before you. Yeah, you don't even matter. Yeah. anymore. Yeah. In all honesty, you are controlled opposition in my mind to get the right riled up to then act so that they could use the full brunt force of government to constrict power yet of again. Course, yeah. Of course he is. So fuck He's off, the Trump. leader of the Republican yeah. Party. Right? No, I mean, I was already... You have to have already been aware of all this just with... I mean, think of any president. You go back. If they ever had a public appearance, they catalog that shit. You can find it easily on YouTube. After his last um, you know, town hall that I think I may have played a clip of at some point... You know, I, I contacted you, Jim, and I was like, dude, I, I cannot find the town hall fucking anywhere. Yeah, that he did with CNN with Don Lemon. It was not not on YouTube, not on no. CNN's website. Yeah. They're, and even they're, the one you sent me. guarding him from the public. And I think now they're not guarding him anymore, and they're going to let more of him out there because now he's... He's now done enough to where it's it's okay to go after Joe. No, well, well it, it, I, like I said, I think this whole Afghanistan pullout shit mm-hmm. was the moment that they had set up for him anyway. Sure, yeah. it was. It's the perfect time. Fuck yeah! Well, it's but, the perfect time well, to what, do it. What I was gonna say though on that, the one that you did send me, it was on, it was finally on BitChute. Yep. And I still figure out that one was not the whole thing because Sky News had other you know clips that they played from that whole thing that were not even in that there's a whole section at the beginning where it sounds like he's reading the teleprompter instructions dude there's (laughs) like joe walk center any kind of interview with joe biden is gonna take three hours to get 20 minutes it is and what's funny is with this abc stephanopoulos interview he's orange (laughs) He's fucking orange. They make they put orange makeup on the dude. He's he's not tan. He is fucking Trump orange on this shit. It's like, <laughs> dude, this is fucking hilarious. They're literally turning him into uh, public enemy number one. And Trump's like, hey, 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 I'm still here. <laughs> hey, guys. Because yeah, uh, he did a spot on a Fox show where the Fox host was uh, trying to get Trump to speak out against the vaccine passports. And he didn't do it because he's a champion of the vaccine. Uh, the vaccines happened under my watch. I made it happen. I believe in the vaccines. Operation Warp Speed. Success. I know they didn't want to take it. But look, nobody was protesting the vaccine when I was in office, which is a bold-faced lie. Yeah. Uh, we've played audio of all the people on the left, the current president and the current vice president saying they weren't ever going to take it. But he's like, nobody was talking bad. They don't like the vaccines now. Because they don't like Joe. And you can see it. I mean, it's clear. And it's just like, hey, Trump, dude, stop peddling the vaccine, you stupid fuck. You're going to divide, unless, again, you're controlled opposition to where now he can be used to split up the people on the right, get the crazies to act crazy, and let the power mechanism slide in and just take it all over. It's what's happening in front of us. And that ain't no conspiracy theory, folks. It's what's happening. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know I can sound just as kooky as a flat earther, but the uh, difference is, is I'm not going to call you sheep and start quoting the Bible and dumb shit like that. Like, uh, I don't know. That's my hypothesis I'm throwing out there, just based on what I'm seeing. You can disagree with it, agree with it, adopt it, reject it. I don't care. That's just my opinion. And I think that we're going to see more Rays with raised up 
pickup trucks oh, in the coming days. Absolutely. Of course. I, mean, I think we're going to see more news agencies shitting on Biden more and more, get people to question him more. I think that there's going to be a lot more shaky times. This is just a continuation of the last two years anyway. So anybody expecting things to get better before they get worse, I don't know what the fuck you've been paying attention to. Um. Anyway, guys, what else y'all got? I will call out some good news. I mean, at least oh. out of the whole Afghanistan thing. Go ahead, but yeah, well, we, we totally have something else yeah. to talk about. Oh. Carry on. <laughs> no, I was just gonna. I, I I was gonna highlight, you know, and I I had an article all prepared that now I can't find. So, but either way, um, there are individuals, you know, that were vets and also current special ops individuals that are taking it upon themselves uh, with contacts that they have in Afghanistan to go and help uh, nationals that they know of that, oh, of that, that assisted us. Yeah, of course that was going to happen. I mean, look, yeah. they made, they're, they're friends, man. They're like brothers. Dave was telling us that last week. You know, he's got Afghanistan interpreters and interpreters and things like that, that, that you know, that they're, the guys in the military are not going to leave them behind. No. Even if the fucking leaders of the country are willing to do it, the guys that are on the ground there, they're not willing to do that. Yeah. Sure. And, and so some, they're going to do what they can. And know? there's some small scale fighting that's happening. Some of the territories are being won back from the Taliban. This is going to devolve into a civil war anyway. Yes. And the Taliban knows that it's, trust me, if there's anything that we've seen over the past week, the Taliban understands optics they understand social media. Fuck, they were shitting on Facebook <laughs> for yeah. not being a free speech platform. Yeah. Most Chad move ever. Because they're automatically going to get sympathizers here in America to to not hate them that much. So they they aren't about to start slaughtering everybody that's left behind. Right. Not at this point. They have too much goodwill uh, from perceived enemies on their side right now. They have the fear tactic in place. They know that people are scared of them. There's no reason for them to then pick up arms against them. It would be in their best interest to make everybody think that they are the peaceful overtakers that just want to yeah. ride bumper cars and right. eat ice cream right. and yeah. be filmed doing it, uh, and it's hilarious, than to just go on a full slaughtering campaign. They've learned enough with the Americans there that PR is a big thing, and they're adopting it so right now yes there's it's still very much possible to get people out it's not a dire or it's not a total end you know they're not putting them in a pit and fucking shooting them it's yeah. it's and there's people that want to talk about well the taliban are so bad this why we should have never pulled out blah 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 look man taliban sucks al-qaeda sucks isis sucks uh assad and syria sucks that whole area of the world sucks as far as leadership um if the people aren't able to get the fuck out during the 20 years that we were there i don't know how much longer you expected us to stay as though they were going to do anything different yeah um yeah american military should have pulled them all out before they ever left but they didn't because they didn't want to and so it, like yeah, there's going to be a lot more campaigns like that where other people are going in to take them out, um, which are great, which is great. But, yeah, you know, they want you to be mad at everybody all at once. And I just don't really care that much. Fuck Afghanistan. Uh, fuck the Taliban. And, and fuck our being there. There's nothing about this that I would cheer right now. But with that, that is all I have for you gentlemen this week. 
I hope that everyone has a great week. And uh, yeah, if you're still listening, thank you. Thank yeah. you to all of our listeners. I still, I'm, I'm, I'm always just amazed at the little, the loyal listeners that we have. Loyal, yes. That choose Lord. to to listen to our nonsense. It's still amazing. Yeah. Oh and yeah. It's huge. We may not be Joe Rogan, but I'm I'm thankful for each and every one of you. And on a side note, we're going to end this podcast with a song that came out uh, a couple days ago. I was going to share it last week but didn't seem appropriate uh not with the subject matter no. yeah not with what we were doing we're back on our normal routine of just shit talking right yeah so, so uh it's stumble witch friendly yeah. well, i'll see y'all next week as well as long as i'm not incapacitated by that time yeah so uh this would be uh our new single darkest day so-